in the company there were a lot of other uh, professionals who were sitting uh, in my surrounding but of course i was not allowed to ask them any kind of question and even i was not allowed to use google that thing has taught me that if we don't have any kind of support then how we can approach any kind of problem and solve by your own self so yes this was a kind of struggle and i of course uh, in that way i improved myself and uh, i already mentioned to you that if we know coding and we are doing coding then we need to love problems because on daily basis we will have a problem to face so if we don't have that kind of approach and we don't have that kind of passion then we will not able to uh, solve those problems you're listening to ecomonics a debutify podcast your resource for one-of-a-kind insights into the world of e-commerce and business in the modern age. This is Joseph. I'll be presenting a wealth of industry knowledge from interviews with successful business people and our own state-of-the-art research. Your time is valuable, so let's go. If there's one group of people I'm grateful we have around, it's programmers. You also call them developers, designers, coders, whichever one makes them more favorable. And while we don't get to talk to them too often on the program, I always recommend listening up. My guest today, Mohammed Ramzan, puts the mindset like this. You have to love the problem to find the solution. In addition to wisdom such as that, he also shows us some hands-on tools you can start using right now to give your business an edge. So I think there's plenty to listen to for this episode. Enjoy. Mohammed Ramzan. It's good to have you here in Ecomonics. How are you doing today? How are you feeling? Yes, I am uh, feeling good. The, actually, I was expecting from, I was waiting for a long time that I should have the meeting with you. So, of course, today I got the chance to talk with you. Oh, well, well, well I appreciate that. I guess I, I, didn't, I didn't ask you that, but um, I know what I do know is that you've had a chance to uh, experience Debitify firsthand. I've seen some of the content that you've made and you've definitely helped uh, direct the audience uh, to Debutify. So, uh, your 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 assistance has uh, has helped out. You know, it's been a contributing factor to um, the, I guess the really the influence that the Debitify theme has uh, throughout the world. And it surprises me too. You know, I mean, not every guest is familiar with Debutify. We just reach out into the into the e-commerce space, and we just want to meet as many people as we can. But you know, once in a while, we do come across somebody who's using the theme or is familiar with the theme, and it just goes to show the. Uh, the impact that it's having really all over the world. So I, I, I wouldn't mind asking you about that. I, I think might as well. It's, this is our show after all. So we're, we're actually, you know what? That's not the first question I want to ask, but we'll get to that because it's an important one. The first question that I want to ask, the most important one is for you to tell us what you do. Tell us what you're up to these days. So uh, basically, I worked in a, a software company for two years as a software engineer. And then after I started my career as a freelancer, so currently I am working uh, with an international company which is located in Italy. So I am managing their project uh, and also developing an app for them in Ionic React. And uh, meanwhile, I am also uh, working on a couple of other projects uh, which are related to like PHP, uh, React.js and uh, PHP frameworks, basically like Laravel, Codeignator, WordPress, and uh, I have uh, one more partner who is located in, uh, in Belgium. So me and him actually uh, trying to create a uh, Shopify app. And I'm also working on that. I am handling the development part and he's managing the uh, marketing part. So yes, this is my profile. 
and i have also a youtube channel so i also contribute to the audience that uh, if i am learning something new then i try to solve for them as well one thing i always try to do when i look at somebody's youtube page is i'm always uh, interested in seeing what is the most um you know whatever whatever video got the most results and uh, the one that got the most results for you was not able to receive money on on paypal it had 97000 views Yes. And I didn't think it was that big of a problem, but it's it must it must be um, quite quite the uh, sensation to realize that your video that put out the solution solved the problem for ninety seven thousand people. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. Yeah, so I would like to know a little bit more about um, your your development array because you mentioned your the languages PHP uh, uh, and and Laravel, but I I don't know programming all that well, so. What I'm wondering about, and I'm trying to think of a question that is, you know, accessible for people who maybe aren't developers, but how do you decide what uh, programming languages to work on or that are uh, useful to you and your projects? Basically, uh, uh, when I uh, when I was uh, in my college and then I get, get placed in a software company, so I was in the team of custom development. Custom development means... Uh, whatever project is there so we get time for one week to learn any specific technology and then after we try to implement so it is not a big deal for me to learn any specific technology uh, because i am kind of open-minded so whatever is the need of the client so accordingly i learn and implement that uh, at that moment within 10 days i can learn anything oh wow so so <laughs> would you say this is what you've been um what you've been up to like I guess um, even going in before you went into college, like were you? Did you always have an interest in being a developer? Yes, yes. I actually I was uh, very much interested in uh, practical things. So coding was the one in which I thought that uh, yes, these are the these are all dependent on the practical uh, things. So that's why I was interested because, as you know, that uh, in uh, maybe you uh, don't know about the Indian education system. So. Uh, we not have not, not of, an expert on it. <laughs> yes, we have a kind of mindset that we must have good marks in the college, in the schools. So ultimately, uh, the students get frustrated that uh, what would be the meaning of this one if we are not uh, knowing any specific thing practically. So that's why I was interested in doing something uh, practically. So uh, yes, there are a lot of people like Elon Musk and uh, Mark Zuckerberg. So they have done a lot of good jobs. So they were the inspiration for me. And uh, in, in the same way, I was trying to improve my coding skills, uh, solving the challenges. I was also placed in uh, uh, Google uh, for one year. I worked with them. Uh, I was a Google facilitator for one year. So I was developing Android apps and uh, organizing some workshops in different colleges, uh, which were actually uh, guided by the Google itself. So I got the certification and uh, yeah, that was a good experience uh, from them as well. I guess I've always wondered about what it's like to um, work with Google. I don't think we've had anybody on the program who's had firsthand experience uh, working with them. I've always, from what I've understood about Google is that it's a very free place to work, that there's a lot of um, freedom and flexibility to help people want to go about solving their problems. So what do you recall from your experience with them? Um, uh, looking back on it, did they really trust you and give you the the, the freedom to um, do the work as you saw fit? Uh, yes, actually, uh, when I was selected, 
so we were three students and on the basis of a specific video in which they were uh, just doing the judgment of the coding skill and the power of uh, making other people understand. So in that way, I got selected and they gave me the training. And then accordingly, I, I did all the stuff. But uh, yes, of course, we must have uh, the problem solving skill. So that is the ultimate uh, way to excel in any specific uh, coding kind of uh, thing. Yeah. If we are having this profession, then we must have the important thing, which is problem solving. If we are afraid from problem, then that means we are not fit for this. Well, it, what the the beauty of that statement is is that that's the same um, mindset that we've been conveying to sellers, to people who want to start a business, is that you don't just sell a product, you sell a solution to a problem. And so, if you're not in the mindset of being able to solve a problem for somebody, then I think that's a, it's a limiting factor in a lot of places. Um, so it's so it's interesting to to hear that is is also true in in development. But the thing that's just that fascinates me, and I guess this really speaks to your expertise in it, is you said it takes like a week to you know, to learn a new language. And my guess is, the, you know, the more languages that you've learned, the easier it is to understand the fundamentals because it's just more experience to to draw off of. So I, I would like to know a little bit more about, I guess. Let's just say, for instance, I was going to take a crack at learning a language. We'll get to that. I would like to hear about, I guess, if it's, I'm not sure if this is a routine thing or not, but when, you know, when starting up on a new language, you know, what are, what's the step-by-step -step process until you're, you're proficient in it? Actually, uh, for example, I am a web developer. So there are three basic things like HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. So I have good command in, in all these three. So because of which I can do designing, I can do development. And of course, the uh, app development languages are also dependent on JavaScript. So those are also the kind of libraries like Ionic React and React.js. So those are the libraries of uh, JavaScript itself. So if we know better JavaScript, then we can learn the advanced version of uh, JavaScript as well. So in that way, I am trying to uh, cope up with the other technologies because uh, uh, just like you might have heard about Node.js. So I have also learned the backend languages like server-side languages like PHP. So whenever I have to create any specific kind of API or uh, do need to do the operations uh, with the database, so I use PHP. And for designing purpose, I use React.js. And uh, yes, React.js. And for the app development, I use Ionic React. Would there be a a programming language that would be worthwhile for um, a Shopify seller to to learn. Uh, I would I would imagine HTML would be pretty useful. And you know, using the Debutify theme, I've had like a tiny bit of experience with HTML just because one of the add-ons required um, pro uh, generating HTML code. Thankfully, there was another website that does it for us, so I didn't have to uh, spend too long on that. But what kind of programming languages would be worthwhile for, say, somebody who is just running an online business, selling products that would be useful to them, even if they only know a little bit? Uh, yes, yes, of course. Uh, for example, you have, you are, uh, you don't know about uh, any specific kind of coding. So if you know only HTML, then minor problems you can solve by yourself without hiring any kind of developer. Yes. So I was also not sure about uh, Shopify, but there were people who were approaching me to solve the problem. So in that way, I learned uh, all those things in the Shopify itself. So I tried to customize the things and I tried to uh, give them the solutions. 
But if you know uh, basic HTML and CSS, then it's quite easier for you to just debug the issue. And uh, I mean, uh, if there are minor issues, then you can solve by yourself. Um, I, I, I guess I, uh, I, I'm curious to ask then, like, what are some of the issues that people have brought to you um, regarding Shopify stores? Yes, yes, yes. Actually, I was um, creating videos. So in the comment section, I was uh, I was reading all those comments, and there were people who were suffering a lot of uh, suffering a lot of problems because of coding. I mean, they were not sure about the coding, and that's why a minor fix is important for them. So they were approaching me, and I have also given uh, the contact details in the description. So they easily connect me, and I immediately solve for free. So this was my plus point, and in that way, I got a lot of clients because they appreciated my uh, my service because I tried to give them uh, the solutions, give them the guidance if they required. So in that way, yeah, they connected with me, and uh, there are some bigger projects which I am getting from them, and they are uh, referring as well. You know, it's one thing being on uh, on uh, on my side, and you know, I I fully admit I don't know programming very well at all. And seeing some of the things that people have pulled off is really impressive. So I'll tell you a quick story just to uh, just to show my my appreciation for for this. Is in in college we would go to the computer lab and we would write our essays on the on the computers there. It was like a it was like an exam, right? He wanted to make sure that we could write them on the spot there. And I'm hitting save constantly because I got used to that. Um, and then and I close it. I come back and. I guess I didn't like name the document or something. So even though I saved it a bunch of times, it just disappeared. And so I run over to, you know, the, uh, to the, to the tech to, to help out. He sits down at the computer. He does like matrix uh, level, uh, 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 assistance and he pulls my my exam my my essay back and and I'm and I'm saved and I was just like I couldn't believe that happened that was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen but to him it's like yeah I do this all the time you have it's this college you know how many people are drunk and they, so uh, that's something that sticks out to me and just you know the things that people are, are are capable of when they when they understand these things on that intuitive level what I'm wondering is do you recall any uh, instances kind of like my story where you know someone was like like desperate or they were scared or you know they really thought the the sky was falling and 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 you had jumped in and you had saved him it's like any stories like that still uh, stick out to you fresh in your mind i have the personal experience of stucking with the problem like uh, when i was learning coding so i was in the training period of uh, six months in my company when i started my profession so at that moment uh, when we had the final project so in the company there were a lot of other uh, professionals who were sitting uh, in my surrounding. But of course, I was not allowed to ask them any kind of question. And even I was not allowed to use Google. So that was a kind of struggle for me. And of course, uh, that kind of that thing has mm, uh, just taught me that if we don't have any kind of support, then how we can approach any kind of problem and solve by your own self. So yes, this was a kind of struggle. And I, of course, uh, in that way, I improved myself. And uh, I already mentioned to you that if we know coding and we are doing coding, then we need to love problems because on daily basis, we will have the problem to face. So if we don't have that kind of approach and we don't have that kind of passion, then we will not able to uh, solve those problems. Yeah, I, I, I think that's 
that that's valid really across um, uh, whatever profession somebody w- uh, wants to get into. And you know, it's, it's problem solving, it's looking for efficiencies, it's preventing problems from from cascading and, and being worse down the line. Uh, okay, so one, so one one I wanted to get back to real quick, just for uh, for for helping our, our audience out in, in learning is, are, are there any resources that you would recommend would be a place to start learning how to do even basic HTML and CSS, or HTML more specifically, I guess? Yes, I will recommend the best source is w3schools.com. w3schools.com, okay. Yes, because they have the brief and they have uh, the exercises itself. So you can practice over there. And I uh, I have also practiced uh, for about 20 times HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. And when I try to revise, I go there, practice, and then done. So this is the best source, free and very simple to uh, uh, do all the stuff. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even realize it was free. Yeah, that's that's even better news. Okay, so uh, here's here's another one that I was um, uh, uh, that, that I was uh, interested in asking you. It's uh, I, I guess it's it's about security. So you know, I listen to a fair amount of podcasts, and one piece of software that gets uh, promoted a lot is like ExpressVPN or, or just encryption or uh, NordVPN. These these uh, VPN protectors. And um, I guess I'm wondering is do you use those or you know for I, I imagine that there's a lot, you have to have a lot of security for for the sensitive uh, information that you're working on. So um, what do you do to protect yourself? Mm, actually, that was the reason I purchased the uh, MacBook Pro a few days before. So in this way, I'm just consider, thinking that I'm more secure. And other than that, uh, according to the client requirement, for example, they have any kind of uh, payment, gateway integration. So sometimes I use NerdVPN because in that way, uh, the for example, I'm using Stripe. So Stripe has the restrictions that if you are uh, changing your IP address, then they will block you. So to avoid that block, we need to use any kind of VPN. So I use Nerd for that. Other than that, I don't use any uh, other things. So I have all the security related things in my uh, MacBook and development related uh, in my PC. So I keep the backup of everything. So of course I don't have, and even for security reasons, I have the only option that I don't even try to install any kind of crack variant. Because whenever you are having a kind of greediness, then, uh, for using something for free. So in that way, you will be getting some malwares uh, along with that. So you will not able to uh, restrict all those and uh, ultimately you will lose your data. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I when I was younger, I uh, I, I did that just because I wanted to get into animation. So I got like a cracked version of Flash. And I think I think some of the issue for a lot of people, because I, I was looking into this the other day and it's just a matter of if, if the products are convenient and they're easy to access and, and they're and they're fairly priced, most people will end up getting it for free. But I would say or we'll, we'll, we'll be willing to pay for it. But I, I, I agree with you. I mean, at this point, I don't I, I crack or download anything for free. If it, if it if it's if there's got a price tag for it, just pay the price tag. The peace of mind is well worth it. Yes, yes. And, and I think it comes to like you know, prof- it's just professional obligation, right? I mean, imagine, it's not just about being responsible to myself; it's being responsible to others who are now depending on me. So the idea that like, oh, I'm sorry, my computer got a virus because that 
software I was using, I downloaded it for free. Uh, sorry, I, the whole company is going down. You know, it's like the more I think responsible people are to others, I think the more willing that they are to be more um, uh, willing to pay the professional price, as they should. But anyways, that's uh, that's all I have to say about that. One of your YouTube videos, it's more of a video series, uh, and, I, and I would really like my audience to check these out because it is a visual uh, component. It's about how to how you make art in in C programming. So just by you know using using backend code, it produces images on screen, and and it made me think about the relationship between programming and creativity. You know, you talk about problem solving, and problem solving, of course, you know, requires a lot of uh, creativity. And so that is like a specific example. I guess I'd like to know, you know, what is, is that, um, I, I just, I, I'm trying to figure out like if there's like a, a practical utility for it um, in, in the professional setting, but it sounds, it seems to me that it's really more, it's for, for the fun of it, just to show what programming is capable of. Mm, so, uh, sorry, I couldn't able to get your point. So you mean that uh, how I am relating uh, the programming languages with the videos? Sure. So because of the ones where you're producing images and it's, uh, you know, creating house or creating people, I, I think it's interesting. And I just like to know oh, what, okay, um, okay, what okay. you do so that for. Yeah. You have seen that house. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Actually, uh, I was in my college. So I had the subject of graphic design. So there were some practical things to uh, do, like uh, with the coding, we need to create a house. We need to create ran, walking man. So all those I did in my college, and then I thought that I need to uh, make some videos. So I just published, and then now people are enjoying that. That moment, I was not having that uh, kind of, uh, I mean, greediness or something like that. But I was interested to publish uh, that video uh, so that other people should uh, also learn this specific concept. Because uh, at, at that time, I was also interested to watch some videos on the YouTube. So I was not getting those videos. So that's why I got the chance and, uh, and then shared. It's not obvious to me what is the, uh, like, what's the takeaway or how that might um, uh, apply to uh, a, a deeper understanding of it. So what are the lessons that, you know, you, the people that you learn in, um, in, in this uh, image generation? Is it about just understanding the relationship between what you code and how that appears on screen? Is it about um, having a visual mind and being able to produce what you see in your in your mind via code? I'm just wondering, like, what are the you know, what are the lessons or what are the skills that you learn from doing that? Basically, there are a lot of skills. Like uh, I did Photoshop, I did video editing. And uh, other than that, uh, in front of camera, now I can face the camera as well. And uh, you can also think that uh, uh, there are a lot of uh, videos I have published recently. So in that, I was avoiding a single mistake as well. So you will never find that uh, there is any kind of backspace I used. So I was doing in such a way, such a sincere way that I should not uh, make any mistake because I had to publish all, uh, one minute video. So in that, I have to write all uh, the whole program. So uh, at the time when I uh, do the video, so I have to be conscious about everything to avoid the mistake, to keep the things relevant for the audience, and it should be brief and should be productive. So this is important to me. And in that way, for example, I am uh, 
talking with someone or maybe i am explaining any kind of concept to other one so in brief possible way i try to express all those thing, things and i guess in in producing an image this would be my last question about it but i guess in producing uh, images if there was a mistake you would it would be a lot easier to tell because you would be looking at a house and then maybe one of the walls would be tilted too far to the right and go, oh, okay, well, I, I would need to fix that. So I guess there's a very clear relationship between um, whether or not it's done correctly or if there is a mistake because you would be able to see it right away. Uh, you mean that uh, the image of house, how I created? Well, I'm, I'm just saying like if you're in, in the interest of trying to do something perfectly and not make a mistake, the difference between if I were programming you know, an app or something, it might take a while before I discover the mistake. But if I were just generating an image, I would see it right away because, you know, I know what a house looks like. And I know if that wall isn't correct, then clearly there was a mistake. No, no, no. actually I practice uh, before uh, making the video. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's not like I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's not like, okay, I got you. so you can also imagine that uh, if I am doing randomly, then there are a lot of time I will be consuming on the video. So, of course, there are people who will be get bored. So I do the practice and then I uh, represent myself that I know. And of course, I only need to give them the solution. So they will not wait for a long time. So it must be brief. So I try to make it brief. And uh, before that, I do practice two or three more times. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if, if somebody wants to watch somebody make a mistake, the mistakes have to be pretty funny. Like you'd have to ask somebody who goes like, oh, that throws their computer. There's, there, there's some entertainment in that, but that's not what we're doing here. Uh, all right. So there, there's a couple of other things I'm wondering about. And then I wanted to turn on screen share because I wanted to show the audience some of the tools that you that you provide. Um, one that I'm wondering about is one of the, so we talk to a lot of people in the in the business space. And one thing that always comes up is, um, you know, passive income or being able to get to a position where you're not always trading your time for for money. Uh, I'm, I myself, you know, I, this is a job, happy to do it. Uh, but it, it does fall into trading time for money. And, and I'm wondering is, do you have uh, long-term income strategies or passive income strategies, or, uh, are you looking for ways to generate uh, alternative revenue aside from your, you know, your, the, the work that you're contracted to do? Uh, yes, currently I have the strategy, like, uh, I am, uh, contributing some time in YouTube. So that is also kind of uh, passive income. Other than that, I am much more focused on uh, learning new technologies. And for example, uh, I am a designer, I am a developer, I am a mobile uh, app, I'm an Android and iOS developer. So this is the project currently which I am doing, doing that is for Android and iOS both. So I feel confidence. Why? Because I know all these things and now I will have the time to implement all those ideas which I have in my mind. And then I would able to generate the passive incomes because I have all those skills which I have required. So firstly, I am trying to gain all those skills because it is important for me uh, because I don't like to invest uh, for hiring a specific developer. So I learned all those stuff. So I try to create uh, all those things by myself. And I hire all those aspects which I don't know and I'm not interested to do like marketing at all. So for coding related stuff, I am learning. And of course I am at the level where I can uh, implement my own ideas. 
So for example, I have learned uh, Shopify app, develop, app development. So I have two more uh, ideas for uh, two apps. So for example, I am publishing those apps. So those are also uh, the passive income source. And if I am creating useful content for the audience by using my creativity in terms of coding, so of course it can be much more viral uh, to the world. So this, this makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's playing to your strengths as well, right? It's because it's not like somebody will um, uh, use their money and then try to um, get into a completely other industry to try to get passive income. It's fo focusing on within your skill set and making sure that that it comes from there because that would be your your best opportunity. And I think that's a valuable lesson for for a lot of people is that you know they really want their you know their their time to um, come back you know over time through passivity then where, where you're most skilled is probably your best bet because that's where you have the highest amount of value. So I think that's a really valuable point for a lot of people to take away. And other an important thing is that I am uh, I, I was interested to have freedom in my life. And currently I have that because I have my own office. I have everything available here. So I, I'm not dependent on anyone else. I do in my own time. For example, I'm working for 14 hours. So that is, of course, uh, giving me the complete benefit of it. If I'm uh, doing any specific job, then, of course, there is a lot of pressure and the income source is very much limited. So currently, I am doing all those efforts and I get paid for that. Well, I, I think that's, uh, that's the best answer to the question that I could have, uh, could have asked for. So with that, I wanted to uh, hop onto keywords.com. Um, so we're going to, we're going to screen share and I'd like you to take us through some of these tools. Cause I think a lot of these would be really helpful to not only to our audience, but I really, frankly, I think that they're generally useful, you know, regardless of, uh, of where somebody is. And so to, to our audio audience, we will of course do our best to describe these, but you're always welcome to hop onto the YouTube, uh, afterwards, once it goes live on there and you'll be able to see it for yourself or just hop onto the website yourself and, and follow along. I, uh, I know how it feels for an audio show to have a video component, but that's the way these things go. So if it's all right with you, uh, Mohammed, I'm gonna turn on screen share and I will open up the website and then you can take us through it. So this is a, a, a keywords.com. It's a free keyword toolkit. And there, there's clearly, clearly quite a few um, uh, tools here. So I, I mean, if you wanna take us on the grand tour, you're more than welcome to, but uh, which ones would you say are the most important for our Shopify and e-commerce audience to look into? First one is like keyword volume checker. So for example, you and you should click on first one. Yes, this one. So if you are adding here Shopify, for example, so you can see that uh, this is the average monthly searches and cost per click and then add competition. So all these uh, for this specific keyword is mentioned here. So in that way, audience can know about that uh, uh, this is searchable or not. And other than that, you can also uh, go through the graph that on which specific month this keyword has been searched a lot. And what was the highest searched uh, month? So down below, you can also see that. My searches were in September. Yes. I have to say this is uh, this is really impressive. There's a, there, you can gleam, gleam a lot of info from this. So uh, this might be a tricky question, but I think it's worth asking: is when you look at this information, um, what is it? 
what does it tell you exactly about the, the the significance of September being the most important month for 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 searches? Or maybe not this particular example, but in general, what what do you what kind of story do you think is being told here? Uh, yes, in general, for example, you might have heard about that uh, there are people who are uh, writing their blogs, promoting their products, are making uh, some videos on trend basis. So this is just uh, guiding us that in which specific month this keyword is most trending, most searched. So accordingly, we can schedule our posts or maybe any specific video or maybe any specific product. So in that way, we can get the help. I mean, we can do the optimization. Well, you know, I am going to throw Debutify into the Crucible because I'm curious to see what happens when we type in Debutify. Might as well. Yes. So monthly search. Obviously, Debutify doesn't have the same uh, uh, profile as Shopify. That's okay. You know, one step at a time. And then as for our highest search volume, let's see here. So highest searches were 3,600 in April of uh, uh, of 2021. So that's interesting. And this is something that I would want to show my uh, 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 show my colleagues as you know what was the significance of of April versus uh, versus May where it went down by about a thousand, well, not quite a thousand, more I guess more like 500 there. Math is not my strong suit. So yeah, uh, so this is this is why I wanted our audience to to check these out. Um, it's it's a free tool, right? You didn't charge me anything to do this, and it's just just a. I I will also make it um, simplify. Like for example, you can see down below we have the graph, and uh, there is a little bit difficulty for analyzing. So I will also make uh, a table in which I will mention uh, the name of the months. On the right hand side, I will be mentioning the uh, traffic. Uh, and, and then after the difficulty of the specific keyword. So it would also make them more simplified. I mean, uh, I will be adding one more section. Okay. Um, what's the next one you want us to have a look at? For example, you can see instant keywords generator. Yeah, this one. So yeah, type any specific keyword, keyword for example, debutify. So uh, in this way, actually, you uh, this tool is helping you to uh, get some instant keywords uh, which are uh, current search in the in different search engines. As we can see, <laughs> this makes sense to me. So Debutify doesn't have very much activity on Amazon, but why would it? People are already ready to buy something on Amazon. So that makes sense. And then over here, as you can see, Debutify drops off pretty quickly on eBay. Again, I'm not surprised just because eBay is its own market anyways. So Debutify and then Debut Ticket and all those. No, no, actually, uh, then first, you get first, to first result is just... Uh, uh, the first keyword is showing us that this has been searched. And uh, Oh, okay. I yeah, see what you mean. Right. Okay. Yeah, because of the clock icon. Okay. Yeah, that didn't check in right away, but I get it now. And then, of course, we get to the search engines. And what I think is really fascinating about this is you can see the different customer behavior or search behavior based off what the platform is. So what people are typing in on, on Google versus what people are typing in on Microsoft Bing, I think uh, shows a little bit of a difference between the kind of person who's uh, who's searching. So just look, so you have Debutify on Google and they have some pretty straightforward ones, login pricing review and stuff like that. Uh, and then I go into Bing, the amounts of things that people are searching is a lot more comprehensive, like uh, Debutify logo, app, cost, demo, free icons, store, coupon, nold, Reddit podcast. Oh, okay, well, that's nice to see. Uh, theme demo. So 
this is just me making so go ahead yeah yeah if you want then you can also click on this copy keyword so the specific search engine keywords would be copied automatically if you are downloading then the whole bunch of uh, keywords list you will be getting in a document okay and then again on yahoo uh, a little bit more generalized there but i think that this is i'm just really impressed by this just seeing how much how much of a story you can get just uh, uh, typing typing that thing in and having a, lo a lot of extra data to walk away from yeah other than that you can scroll it down uh, actually well i'm a bit of a fan of affiliate so if you don't mind i just want to check out the affiliate keywords generator for a second here mm -hmm. so marketing keyword suggestions so again we'll just see what happens when i type in debutify yeah actually this is uh, with different keywords like how to just question keywords you can call i won't uh, dwell too long on that one because uh, I mean, I'm doing my own store too, right? So this this would be a tool that I would use with my own store and just see how my product is faring. Okay, and so you said to scroll down, so we're onto uh, website tools. And one more, yeah, above above that, we have one more which is like a, a to Z keywords generator. This one. So just search do beautify for example. So this is just giving you the suggestion with A to Z. Oh, I see. So so do beautify guarantee icons guru guru plan. Clavio, uh, nothing for J, but if there was something, it would be there. Q for quantity breaks, upsell, theme, divide YouTube versus boost. Oh, huh. See that? So if you go to V, it's versus, which is the first thing that comes up. And so from that, I can see Debutify versus Booster, Debut, Brooklyn, Gem Pages, Ecommerce, Solish, Optimize, and Turbo. So some of these I've known about. Uh, some of these I haven't. So that right there is actually an indicator for what might be some competition down the line or even even, even actively. And I also uh, I wanted to say, too, I, I appreciate the way that the letters are color coded. I think some of your your creative thinking comes through there just to add, add a little bit of like visual distinctiveness to it. I mean, yeah, it's it, it looks nice, but it also I think helps just set up separate it so that there's a very clear distinction between the letters. So I just wanted to show my appreciation for that as well. Uh, yes, actually, uh, this is for the Google and different search engines also. So, for example, you just opened A to Z keywords generator. So, uh, on the left menu, you will be getting uh, other search engine option as well. Right. Okay. I oh, I see what you mean. So, there's Bing, Yahoo. Okay. And and that's just the start. There's there's there there's quite a few, but we still got the time. So, I'm happy to see whatever ones else you want us to have a look at. Uh, then we have, for example, readability checker. So uh, you just go to Lorem Ipsum. Oh, you mean the website Lorem Ipsum? Yeah, yeah, Lorem Ipsum. From there, you just copy the dummy content. This first paragraph, for example, yeah. So if I had to guess, what this is going to do is it's going to determine, I guess, the reading level of it, like if it's like a college level or if it's a grade school level? Yes, yes. So I think it has some problem. I will be checking, uh, testing this once again, but uh, this is just giving us, according to different scientists' research, uh, with the uh, keywords, like uh, uh, whatever words we are writing. So how much difficult are that? Uh, which level of student can uh, read those? So according to that research, this has been uh, created. I think this has some API, API issue. I will be uh, fixing this out. Yeah, it might, it's probably, it might be my browser because I'm on Brave. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a more... Um, a recent browser, sometimes they get a little bit overprotective, so it's, uh, it's not a big deal. But what I think is useful there is 
knowing your target market. It's important to write text that appeals to that target market. So depending on you know their their reading level or just the the terminology that they use, that would be uh, helpful too. I'm going to check out the plagiarism checker on my own time. That one I'm curious about as well, but I'll I'll leave that one for now. Here we have a bunch of great tools which most of the people who are YouTuber they are uh, actually using. So for example, YouTube Tags Generator you can check. So dbeautify, for example, you are writing here. Yeah. Generate, click on generate, sorry. Oh, okay, no worries. Okay, and so it suggests a number of tags to put into the YouTube video? Yes, yes, yes. So from here, you can filter by uh, clicking on this cross icon. So in that way, you can filter these. You click on the, you said the grass icon? Yeah, yeah, cross, I mean, yeah, this one. Oh, cross, oh, cross icon, okay. X. Oh, the X, yes, my apologies, okay. Yes. So whatever keyword you are not interested in, so you can remove all those and finally you can you can filter all those useful and then copy keywords and uh, paste it in the tags of the YouTube video. So you just have to, so just think for a second for anybody who's uh, you know making YouTube content or is interested in it. So imagine using this tool, generating a bunch of tags and rather than having to sit there and think like, okay, what tag do I wanna do? I gotta have five of these and just trying to like, you know, come up with each tag individually, that would just takes extra brain power. Whereas this, it just, it'll come up with a bunch and it'd be a lot easier to figure out, well, I can't use that, I can't use that, I can't use that, but the rest are good to go. Yes, yes. And uh, on the left-hand side, yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I was about to go back. My, okay, okay, no my apologies. Tags extractor, for example. Can you uh, copy any specific YouTube video link? If it's all right with you, I've got your YouTube uh, page open up so I can use yours. And then paste it over there. Whatever. Key, uh, whatever tags any specific YouTube uh, video has used so that you can fetch using this tool. So in that way, actually, you can uh, get to know about your competitors that which tags they are using because of that, uh, their uh, videos are going viral. So yeah, this is kind oh, of- So I just want to read these out to, to the uh, audio audience just to make sure that they, they see what it is. So one tag is your recipient can't accept payments right now. One of them is why cannot I accept personal payments on PayPal? Uh, how do you fix, sorry, we can't complete your purchase at this time. Are those tags being generated based on the comments? No, no, no. I mean, for example, I published my video on YouTube. So I, uh, I have written um, uh, all those tags by my own. So if someone oh, else, oh, okay. yeah, someone else is interested to uh, know about my tags, which I used in my video. So using this tool, uh, he or she can fetch all those t uh, tags, which I have used using this tool, because mostly you can see that when we are watching any specific video, we only see the title and description. Right. Okay. I see what you mean. And so, yeah, so this allow, and see, so I think this goes to show the specificity of what you were, um, uh, what you had in mind when you want to make sure that other people are going to find this video. Uh, if you encounter, encounter problems, how to verify PayPal account. Very awesome. All right. Can I, uh, I'll, I'll go back to the main menu. Yes. Yes. Go ahead. I'll say it one more time just for, for good measure, but I'm, uh, really fascinated by the ingenuity of this. I mean, there is so much time that, uh, our, uh, any, any user can save, just yeah. by hopping onto this website. You can also, yeah, you can also see this YouTube description generator, for example. So this is also much more simpler. And of course, this is giving a template kind of thing. So you can see on the left-hand side, I have made some sections for, uh, so that uh, the users can customize their description. 
and uh, finally they click on generate and then automatically uh, yeah yeah this and now they can copy and paste it in in their description uh, yeah. of the video so if i wanted to type something in here i would type it in like that and then it would space it out for me and then yeah i, I can always come back to it a, a little bit later it, uh, one thing I can see is, you know, wanting to save maybe a template. So that way I can come back and load the template up and kind of pick up where I left off. But that's just one thing that comes to my mind. So I think that's uh, that's everything from uh, keywords.com. So I will uh, switch off screen share if that, unless there was any other ones you wanted to make sure we saw. Otherwise, I'm going to turn it off. Mm, yes, no problem. Everything we have covered almost. Well, I I, I knew they would be they would be useful, but until we actually did that demonstration and you were showing me them in, in, in particular, it really didn't occur to me just how effective a lot of these are. And the fact that in this course, the way it was like 10 minutes, the amount of information somebody can extract, uh, just pulling information from different data sources on the internet, that's, uh, that, that's fantastic. So, uh, you know, for one, uh, congratulations on really being uh, that adept at what you do, um, but also for providing that kind of value to people. You know, I think a lot of people, especially when they're starting up and they're struggling and, they're, and they need a lot of resources uh, available to them because um, they're a one-person operation, something like that can go a long way. I'm going to go out on a limb and say you were designing these to help you, right, for, to do your own YouTube stuff too. And it just so happened that you, know, you wanted to put it out so that other people can use it as well. Uh, sorry, you mean that I am also using these? I, I imagine you are for your YouTube content. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, for example, uh, I have the alternate like uh, vidIQ or there are other, other uh, extensions which are paid. So if I am using those paid, so I have just seen all those uh, tools and those are matching with my own tools. So the same thing they are providing for uh, uh, the subscription based. So I am providing for free. And even I am also improving uh, more and more so that user experience should be good. By the way, if you're a current user of Debutify or haven't tried us out yet, Debutify version 3 has been released and now is a good time to upgrade or get started as any. A streamlined user interface along with an ever-increasing array of conversion-boosting add-ons is waiting for you. So download today for free and start your journey. Who knows? Maybe I'll be interviewing you before too long. We have about um, 10 minutes left to go um, before we, we want to wrap this up. One thing I'm I, I'm curious about because we don't talk about like cryptocurrency or NFT or anything like that all that often, but just because it's adjacent to tech and to um, you know the future facing, uh, I guess I'm just wondering what's your take on it. Have you have you like done anything in the cryptocurrency space or in NFTs? Uh, you mean invested in cryptocurrency? Invested, looked into it, generated your own cryptocurrency, anything along those lines? Yes, actually, uh, the client. Uh, uh, the one client where I am working uh, for the app development, so he has the project in cryptocurrency as well. He has his own uh, coins. So I am uh, doing the development with him, but I'm not interested in investing any single penny. Why? Because I watched some videos and this is a kind of uh, <laughs> becoming successful uh, overnight. So I am not actually interested in investing in these. And I heard about that uh, uh, this is kind of greediness. So we can lose more. I mean, there is 50-50 chances. 
so that's why i don't uh, do any kind of investment but of course i uh, know all the stuff that how these are these things are going on because uh, someone has uh, taught me about all those business aspects of this cryptocurrency and how this is trending and how people are using all this yeah i agree with you on the uh, on the aspect of if somebody is just is just greedy then you know they 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 stand to lose um as, almost as much of a chance as they stand to gain um my my view on investment is more really coming from a place of if it's something that i'm invested in either emotionally or, or passionately then i'm happy to uh, put some money into it to help it grow uh, i'm a nerd i love video games and i especially love nintendo and so for me i invested in nintendo because it wasn't about the money it's, it's about you know being able to have some tangible influence on uh, on, on the development of it, being able to participate on a call or in meetings or even have a say. Uh, so that that's to me, that's what I think is the right thing to do when investing. So if you believe in the technology or you believe in the program, then, you know, yes, you do risk some of your money for it. But to me, it was like, didn't even feel like a risk. It just felt like something I really wanted to do. Uh, yes, maybe. But of course, we must have uh, the good knowledge of wherever we are investing, like Warren Buffett said, <laughs> that if he don't know uh, on a specific thing. He never invest any single uh, penny. So this is important uh, aspect. Until we don't have much more awareness about any specific uh, specific aspect, so we should not invest in that. So for example, you have good knowledge, so you can observe the market and you can also know the trends and ups and downs. So that is good. But for example, me, so I am beginner in that. So I have the fear that fear of losing. So that's why I'm not uh, involving myself in this mode. But, I mean, and you said it earlier too, is that, you know, you you have your freedom. Um, and I think for a lot of people, the the reason why people chase money is because they're really chasing freedom. And you you have the ability to, you know, work uh, 14 hours and it's up to you. I, I guess um, I'd like to know a little bit about, you know, your, your, your overall schedule, like on a, on a day-to-day -day basis, are you doing 14 hours or how do you, how do you manage that? Like, um, do you start right away? Like as soon as you roll out of bed or I just, what's your day-to-day -day look like? Uh, yes, actually I, uh, go for exercise on alternate day. I do running for one hour. So that is, uh, helping me to become more fresh. And other than that, uh, I have some targets to achieve, so ultimately I have to solve anyhow. So I don't have uh, much friends <laughs> physically. I mean, over here, virtually, I have a lot of friends, but uh, I don't have friends in my uh, locality. So in that way, I am saving my time. So other than that, I have everything available here because uh, I am living with my family members and I have my separate room. So in that way, uh, I can save uh, my time more. And currently, I'm not married. So of course, this is also the plus point for me. Yeah, <laughs> that's a time saver. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, that's all uh, uh, that's all valid. And I, I don't usually get into... I haven't, I haven't asked anybody like a familiar question in a really long time, but uh, we're, we're close to wrapping up. So I'm just going to ask it anyways. But um, do, you, do you see yourself becoming a family man? <laughs> yes, yes, I am approaching. But of course... Uh, it is much more important to uh, find a specific person who is much more relevant for you. So yeah. this is a little bit tough for me to find that kind of girl. But of course, I am approaching that it should be 
something good because whatever life i am living right now it should be better afterwards rather than it should be worse yeah i i mean i it took me 28 years to to to, to find the right fit and uh and i'm and i'm very thankful that, that i did but uh it was pretty much nothing prior to that and for good reason too you know um relationships can be can be difficult and and it's like investing in anything is that you know you can put a lot of energy into it and if it doesn't um, come with you later down the line, then a lot of that energy is lost. And we've only got so much of that to, to spend uh, throughout the rest of our life. So not not to get too sappy or too emotional, but I, I think it's, it's it's a valid point and it's worth thinking about. So you, 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 are, you are married already? Uh, I'm uh, I'm in a committed relationship. Uh, we're, we're, we've almost been together for three years. And uh, I, I imagine it's going to stick around for the, the remainder of my time here. So uh, currently you are working uh, with Dubutify as a job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my uh, this is my profession. I've been in media for ten years, so podcasting is just something I got into when I was uh, when I was twenty, and I'm thirty one now. And and I and I said, you know what? No one, I, there's no actual jobs as a podcaster, but I'm just going to make one up. Um, so I just became a producer, started making content, and then by uh, by I think it was like June of last year. Uh, they were looking for a podcast host to to do this, and so I had the experience. I had I had I had the confidence to do it, um, and so yeah, uh, I applied for it. And then and I, and I don't just exclusively host the podcast either. There's a lot of stuff going on on the back end as well. So uh, l- luckily for me, there's you know, there's there's quite a lot to do on any given day. I, I it's probably it's easily the best job I've ever had. Like n- there's not even a close second. Um, and, but I, I do see myself only being in media for so long because it's good work, but it's also difficult work. And so by the time I reach 40, I'd like to exit media and get into writing and just something a little bit more, something more that I can work at my own pace. So, you know, making, um, uh, uh, doing, doing the best work that I can now. And then, you know, within 10 years, hopefully reach that kind of financial independence where I can just focus on my, my creative craft. Yes, yes, of course. If you are that much passionate, then you can reach to the financial freedom. So with that, I'm just going to say thank you for for, for your time today. We, I, I learned a lot. These are some very powerful tools that I recommend that our audience uh, utilize. And so I, I myself, I'm looking forward to using it for my own sake as well. So I, I do know that, you know, some of the other videos you do on YouTube are about, you know, wisdom and motivational quotes. Uh, so if you want to leave us with a motivational quote that you really like, you're welcome to share it with us and then let the audience know where they can find you. The first thing is that there is no shortcut in life. The other thing is that if you are investing more time in a specific thing, then your focus would be uh, would be that much in that. And of course, you will getting uh, you will be getting uh, more experience in, in that specific aspect if you have multiple things to do. So obviously you will not reach any specific destination which you are interested to. And I will recommend that if you are interested to have financial freedom or going to be a successful one, then read Think and Grow Rich book. This is one of the best book I love to read. I uh, have finished for about 10 times. So you can listen, you can watch and, uh, and in the early morning or maybe at the time when you are ending your day, you should uh, listen the affirmation. So this is also helping your mind to uh, keep focused on your goals and uh, remove all those frustrations and uh, all, and just give you a hope that you can do it.
more than what you are doing right now. I, I think that's terrific. Uh, think and grow rich. I've, yeah, I've, I've, uh, I'm, I'm familiar with that one. All right. And then, so we'll, like, like we said, because you're a developer, there's a lot that's changing and a lot that's growing. So to our audience, when this episode comes out, make sure you check the links below so that you can see uh, everything that uh, Muhammad Razan is up to. And as if I haven't recommended enough, I'm going to do one more. So please check those tools out. They're, they're a lot of work. When we were looking at them, they were uh, keywords.com, but I remember you mentioned that they're going to be switching over to keywords.in. So just for, for everybody to uh, just keep that in mind as well when they're going to go look into it. And with that, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you, sir. Th thank you as well. Uh, th this has been a great episode. And to my audience, thank you for participating. It's always, a, it's always a blast. So take care, everybody. We'll check in soon. Thanks for listening. You might have found this show on many number of platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, or right here on Debutify. Whatever the case, if you enjoy this content and want to help us thrive, please take a few moments to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you think is best. We also want to hear from you, so whether you think you'd be a good guest or want to weigh in on anything related to our show, you can email podcast at debutify.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Finally, this podcast is created by the passionate team at Debutify. If you're ready to take the plunge into e-commerce or are looking to up your game, head over to debutify.com and see how it can change your life and the lives of many through what you do next. <laughs>